Sechta Chagiga da Beis Amud Beis, page two, side B. So his argument was that the Kantemes Rabbi, you uh, made the uh, complete fixing it up for the master that he doesn't lose anything from what he is fit to receive. He has half of the Evid, but this Atzmai but the Evid itself you haven't fixed at all because even though uh, if he has uh, something that he can work for himself one day but he has no way of marrying and having children because he's not able to marry a shivcha, a maidservant because of the free part that's in him because a Jewish person is asur, is prohibited with a shivcha, with a maidservant and also to marry he's not able to marry a non-shivcha is because of the part that he's still a slave because an evad is prohibited to marry a baschidin so livto so you're going to say that he should waste, be wasted and not fulfill the mitzvah of Piriyavadiva, but the world was not created but to be fruitful and multiply. As the Pasik says in Yeshaya Perik Mem Hepos Yudches, That means that Akadosh Baruch Hu did not create the world that it should be, that it should be empty not settled with people, but he created it so that there shall be a settlement by, through the fact that the children will be born and they will give the world an existence. Ella, but according to the opinion of Hashem, because to have it work and fix the world, Chacham instituted, we forced the other Master the other partner who hasn't, and we force him to free him. And you make him into a free person. And the master writes, the servant, the slave writes the master a document of a debt for half of the money, what he's worth. And when the Basilo later on retracted, then they also went along like Bishamai that you would force the master to free him. And those are their words in the Mishnah. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that everybody is obligated. So the Markatoni, the Tane writes, Cheresh to cotton together. It's Mashma Cheresh doing the Shaytu cotton. Cheresh, who is similar to the Shaytu cotton. Which means that he is exempt for the same reason the shait of cotton is exempt. Ma shait of cotton, just like the shait and the cotton are exempt because they don't have the mental capacity of chedesh. The exemption of the chedesh is also labadehu because he is not mentally quali- capable. The kamash malon and the tana is teaching us with this that the chedesh who is exempt from riya is one who doesn't hear and doesn't speak. Didnan. As we learned in Trumas Perikal Mishnah Beis Chedesh Dibru Chacham B'Chomokim, all places where the Chacham talk about a Chedesh that he's exempt from the mitzvahs is a Chedesh in the Shemei Ben Medaber, who can't hear and can't speak. This is the way the Chachamim receive that a person they have it by tradition that one who doesn't hear and doesn't speak isn't considered to be mentally capable. But if he can speak without hearing, or he can 
here without speaking, Chayv, he's Chayv in all the mitzvahs of the Torah, and that includes Riyya because he does have the mental capacity. So the Gemara, Tanina Lo Adetan Rabon. So according to this, we learned the Mishnah, the Din that we learned the Brayisam. Dabevenu Shemei Zehu Chedesh. One who speaks but can't hear is a chedesh. If you can hear not speak, that's called an ilim. Both of them. The chedesh and the ilim They're considered like open for all matters, which means they're obligated like all in all mitzvahs, just like a normal person who hears and speaks. And as if and this is like we learn our Mishnah that only Cheresh, which is similar to the Shaita, which means he doesn't hear and he doesn't speak, would be exempt from the Riyah. How do you know that one who speaks and doesn't hear is a chedesh? Is called the ilaim. What is it? Dixiv, because it says in in pasuk in Tilim Perek Lamedches Yudal, Vani Chedesh Loi Eshma Uchi Ilaim Loi Yiftach Piv. So we see clearly the pasuk calls somebody who doesn't hear a chedesh and one who can't speak to an ilaim. Viboy Seima. And another reason why is a person who hears and doesn't speak called an ilim? Kidabri inchi, as people are commonly speak about a person who hears but doesn't speak, ishtikil milule. His power of speak has been taken. And ilim is a abbreviation of the words ishtikil milule. So we learned earlier that medaber medaber is, however, chayv. Would be chayv b'ri. Frag the Gemara about Tanya, but we learned another brayse. Medaber v'ena shemayer shemayer v'ena medaber. Potter is exempt from the. But we have seems to contradict what we had derived from our Mishnah that it's only a cheres dumia the shaita which doesn't do both. The Gemara says Om Ravina says Ravina v'teima, and other people say that Rova answered that our Mishnah chasurim mechasurim. We have to learn as if there is missing bochikton, and this is hakol chayovim b'diu b'simcha. Everybody is obligated to visit, uh, to be seen, and enjoy in the yom tov. Chus mecheresh, amedaber vein shemaya shemayin vein medaber shapotim in haria. You just by speaking and not hearing, or hearing and not speaking, is for example haria. Ba'afapi shapotim in haria, and even though he's pot haria, yet he's chayiv b'simcha. He's still chayiv b'simcha. But but one who can't hear or can't speak, it's a complete cheresh. So and the same thing with shaitu v'katan, they would be potter after a simcha also in the midst of simcha, which means not bringing even the korban shalma simcha. Because a cheresh gomur is uh, the shaitu and the katan are exempt from all midst of the Torah because they don't have the mental capacity. <coughs> so from here. What well, we see in our mission that only a cherish that doesn't hear and doesn't speak is potter, that's with regards to simcha, but not with regards to the iya. By the iya, uh, he is take potter. And this is not a question, therefore, in the Bryson. The Gemara brings a proof. And although that if he doesn't hear or doesn't speak, but when he's gone from, from being seen, 